0: Hello everyone, and welcome to another episode of No Pollution of Cowardice, South Jersey in the Civil War. I am your host, Dan Casella, and today I'm going to read you a letter written by Private Benjamin Ogden, of Company H, 7th New Jersey Volunteers. He writes this letter shortly after the Battle of Williamsburg on May 18th, 1862, and he writes this letter to his brother. I'm not exactly sure if it is his brother Charles, who was at the time serving in the 17th Illinois and had just seen the huge action at the Battle of Shiloh. Ogden writes about the weather, the lack of food, and the treatment of Union wounded by Confederate soldiers after the fight. Ogden's letter is published in the West Jersey Pioneer in their camp correspondence section. It reads as the following. Camp of the 7th Regiment, New Jersey Volunteers near Cumberland, Virginia, May 18, 1862. Dear Brother, I suppose you wish to hear something from me in reference to our battle. I shall have to be brief for this, a half sheet of paper, is all the paper I have. We lost our knapsacks and everything except what we have on our backs. Money is of no use here yet, for there is nothing to buy. Only once in a while, some sutler gets a barrel of crackers, which he sells for 25 cents a pound, and tobacco for a dollar a plug. But I must speak of our contest, although it makes me feel sad every time I mention it, for it renews the recollection that one of our numbers still lies beneath the battleground. Oh, how we miss him. When the battle commenced, six of us Cedarville boys stood side by side in the front rank. At night, one lay dead on the field, and two lay in the hospital wounded. Three of us came out without a scratch, although I had three bullet holes through my overcoat cape. I did not know that poor Elmer had fallen, or that Lorenzo Painter and Albert Bateman were wounded until night. One don't notice much that takes place around him in such a time as that. After the battle was over, I began to inquire where our boys were, for I had not seen any of them except Joseph Burt. And he told me that Elmer B. Ogden was killed, for he saw him fall, and that Albert Bateman was wounded before he fired a gun, and Lorenzo Painter was also slightly wounded. This was sad news to hear. Sleep was impossible, for we were wet to the skin. We had nothing to eat but a few crackers. How I longed for a cup of hot coffee, but owning to the badness of the roads, the teams could not get up to us. So I ate what little I had, drank some hot water, and felt very thankful that it was as well with me as it was. We built a large fire and sat by it till morning, when General Hooker, God bless him, sent men on horseback to fetch us something to eat as soon as possible. About ten o'clock they came with bags of crackers and salt beef slung across horses' backs, and also some coffee. You can't begin to know the joy of us half-starved soldiers, for I don't suppose you ever had the trial, and God grant you never may. I was so glad to get a piece of raw salt beef that I sat down and cried for joy. Perhaps you may think it was foolish, but even our Major shed tears to see the men tear into raw beef with a good relish. After eating all we wanted, I went to the field where we had spent the previous day. There I saw sad sights I shall never forget. Many of the wounded were still laying on the field, uttering cries that would sterilize the stoutest heart. The Captain said we would bury Elmer where he fell. Sergeant Stiles and myself dug the grave and buried him. This was hard to do. The rebels had taken everything out of his pockets and even the rings off of his fingers. The only thing they left was a pair of gloves which I sent to his mother. General Hooker says we were whipped three times but did not know it. He says we are not soldiers but bulldogs. We do not stay in one place long but keep closing up towards Richmond. The report is the rebels have made a stand on towards Richmond and if it is my duty to be in another contest I am ready but I have no wish to see any more battles. I could tell you much more if I had paper we expect to move on tomorrow morning. I still remain your brother, Benjamin F. Ogden. Benjamin Ogden will go on to, to see some pretty heavy fighting you know, along the peninsula, the second Manassas campaign. He's going to see battle on his birthday on August 27th at a place called Kettle Run. He will go on to be with the regiment at places like Chancellorsville, which will be their finest hour, uh, Gettysburg, the wilderness, and he will muster out in 1864. When he returns to Cedarville, he will become a ship captain of a schooner named after his daughter, the Abigail Bateman. He becomes an oyster fisherman and and is successful enough to send his oldest son to what is today Penn Medical School. Ogden's body rests at the Old Brick Church Cemetery in Cedarville, New Jersey. He will pass away in 1915 at the age of 76, and emblazoned on his headstone will read Company H, 7th Regiment, New Jersey Volunteers, 3rd Corps, 2nd Division. He fought the good fight. And I believe that he did. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. Honestly, that account is one of my favorites. The the Not Soldiers, But Bulldogs line, I think, is just really, really cool. If you like this, uh, I, I would greatly appreciate a, a download, a share, a like, a follow, whatever it is that you'd like to do. Uh, you can find me over on Facebook at No Pollution of Cowardice, South Jersey, in the Civil War. Um, yeah, again, I just hope you enjoyed this episode. I hope you're enjoying what you're listening to. Always appreciated.